Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hummel Casino. Fun above all else. All right, Ben Woods back live from the Peoria Sports Complex, Peoria, Arizona, Padres Spring Training. We're going to be here now through Wednesday morning. I already talked to Jake Cronenworth. Uh, Paul is going to go back into the Padres Clubhouse, which is open for the next half hour or so, see if he can pull someone else uh, out here. There is some at least unconfirmed reports, Woods, that Rob Manfred, the commissioner of baseball, is here this morning going to be doing his uh, annual address his tour of the like we do our tour of the training camps or tier one tour he's doing his tier one tour of uh, actual spring training camps and talking to the players on one of those like uh, q a sessions like ask the commissioner anything oh my sort God. of sessions with uh with the padres players probably going over and talking to the mariners as well uh two birds with one stone as it were i have not seen rob manfred but yeah the report is that he is around here this morning uh, I, Mind your P's and Q's. I mean, I, I can't. If he, if, 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 if you're gonna boo if you see him. Well, aren't if you? we get a chance to to interview him, <laughs> like, yeah, I have to just hammer him. I do. I was reading a piece this morning. Actually, I got up super early as usual and laying in my uh, very expensive uh, bed at the Hampton Inn. My one night stay over there, Ben. Very plush. Actually, which bed did you choose? Did Ooh, you have two? I had two. I had two. I was on. If you walk in, it was the first one. 
Really? I yeah. was on the second one more by the window. Okay, no, I put my suitcase on that one. Interesting. Yeah, and then because I like to, when I lay, I want to have my, like I am at home, everything's to my right. Ah, So that's how that I roll. Sense. So I was laying there this morning. I opened up The Athletic, and I was reading uh, the latest piece by Evan Drellick, who was talking about, is he really going to walk away from, from the game in 2029? We're still a couple of years away. Uh, and it's a really good piece. You guys should check it if you uh, are so inclined. But he was talking about, you know, some potential names to replace him. Was talking about how for Theo Epstein. Is I have one not of the names. heard that. I didn't see that one in there actually. I, if, I, I, not that piece. If it was in there, I, I, did, I missed it. I, I heard that one mentioned at least by some baseball people. Now, sure, who you want to be commissioner well, and so, who actually ends up being commissioner? So, totally different thing. Yes, if it was my vote, it would be Joey Votto. But to have a guy in there that actually loves baseball, the owners aren't going to sign off on it. The owners want a guy like Rob Manfred, and they want an owner or they want a commissioner that will line their pockets as best as as he can and do everything to favor them. Which is not always in the best interest of fans or the game sometimes. Or the players. Yeah, What's what's happening with the Oakland A's is not in the best interest of fans or baseball, but it helps maybe line the pocket of the owner, John Fisher. And, Correct. And Rob Manfred has greased the wheels to help him make that happen. Not in the best interest of baseball, though. <clears throat> no, not even close. And and the owners really like a, uh, they like, like we said, they want a guy that's going to help line their pockets. The players, but Goodell does the same thing. Now, the players, the players would like a guy like Theo Epstein, or they would like a guy like Joey Votto. They would like somebody that actually cares about the fabric of the game. But let's not kid ourselves. The players also want to make as much money as they can make, too. True. They, they do. And you're seeing now... No one's really advocating for the fans here anymore. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's exactly yeah, right. I've heard from hey, 30 years ago, Bob Costas would be a great commissioner of baseball. That's never going to happen. No. And as much as you respect Bob Costas and... As much as he may be a great steward for the game, he would actually probably have the interest of fans in mind. And no one in baseball actually wants a commissioner who is looking out for the fans. They want people who are looking out for the owners, then the players, and fans are somewhere way down the list when it comes to the commissioner's priorities. Yeah, here it is. The next commissioner, four questions loom over process to replace Rob Manfred. Should we even be talking about this? Is January 2029. Really the end for Manfred. Um, there's, you know, listen, somebody's going to have to take them through expansion in the next couple of years. That's been something that's been on the table. Um, but there's a couple names mentioned in there. But, yeah, they, they need somebody that, that works for both sides, and that's just not going to happen. No, no commissioner of, a, of any league is going to be able to actually work for both sides in their interests. So uh, I would expect, and, and Evan Drellick expects the same thing, Ben, we're staring down the barrel of another lockout in – Two years, I think. Yeah, Twenty six, twenty seven. It was a short uh, deal that they signed. Yeah, so that that is something that. And again, what what happens when when that happens in baseball? Everything slides backwards again. You got to rebuild the fan base, et cetera, et cetera. So it is. Uh, it, it's quite a conundrum right now. But we'll see how it all shakes out. Uh, Joe Mustro, what's up, buddy? Joe is how you here. Doing, man? Good to see you. Good to see you, Joe. Um, we'll talk to you at some point when you come back. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, Kyle Higashioka is going to be stopping by. Polly said. 
in just a minute or two. So we'll uh, we'll stall for a second until uh, new Padres catcher Kyle Higashioka comes on the scene. Had some uh, baseball news, obviously, over the weekend. I don't think it's been officially announced yet, but obviously the biggest move is uh, Cody Bellinger returning oh, to yeah. the Chicago Cubs that's pretty big. on a, a three-year deal, $80 million, but essentially – Three one-year deals with opt-outs, starting with uh, $30 million this year, and then he can go right back to free agency. But clearly the uh, the hope of landing you know, a, a nine-figure deal, or maybe a $200 million deal, the target that Scott Boris set at the beginning of spring training, did not happen for Cody Bellinger, and he went back on a fairly uh, affordable team friend. At least, I mean, $30 million is a lot of money, but one year, not the kind of guarantee I'm sure he was looking for in free agency. So with that opt out, so he's going to make thirty million this year. Correct. Then if he opts out, it's he, a it's he, a player option. It's a player option, so he can become a free agent, or he can go back for another thirty million next year in twenty twenty five, and then after that, he can opt one more time out or come back for twenty million in twenty twenty six. And by the time that deal's over, I think he'll only be what thirty one years old, so he can still set himself up you know if he has a good year this year he'll he'll go he'll into opt, free agency he'll again out. he'll opt out for sure if yep. he has, gets hurt has a bad year he can try it again at 30 million and then you know the tougher decision would come the next year where you're taking a pay cut do you hit free agency or do you just to accept the, the 20 million but uh for the cubs obviously that changes the equation especially in 100%. a very winnable division getting him back is a huge move for jed hoyer many you know, are many are saying getting embarrassed by the padres yesterday is what actually spurred them to go out and make that decision. I actually think it happened the night before. But, um, yeah, no, it's a big move for them. Obviously, he's a name that would have looked really good here in terms of the Potters no being an outfielder, a left-handed hitter. But even at one year, $30 million with an option – not someone that, you know, Padres could have kept under that luxury tax threshold. So, you know, if you're looking for signs that the Padres are definitely trying to, to remain under the luxury tax, the fact that they, they weren't in on a, on a fairly affordable conversation with Cody Bellinger tells you right there, you know, what's part of the strategy. Uh, Fernando Tatis Jr. I saw that. walked yeah. by. He's, he's, he's hard to miss, actually. That, that aura. Yeah. It's hard to miss <laughs> when he walks in. How you doing? He's yeah. definitely he's, – he's, he's talking to our beloved Tom Seidler. He is there. over there, yeah. And we'll hopefully uh, catch up with Toddy as well before our three days are up. Yeah, we didn't uh, get a chance to sit down with him last year. Looking forward to uh, to chatting with him this yeah, year. Yeah, well, remember last year he was going into the – still on the suspension. He yep. was here, but they were kind of keeping him – Away. A little away from – Smart. From the spotlight. you got to ease him back in. Yeah, this gotta, year it's full go and uh, everything is, is good to go, so – um, let's see. Why don't we take a quick timeout? Yeah. Let's take let's a quick timeout, and then uh, hopefully, when Polly comes back, expecting Kyle Higashioka to join us here in a couple of minutes. So let's check traffic, and then we'll be back with more live from Padres spring training in Peoria, right here on San Diego's number one sports station, ninety-seven three. The fan. Do not go away. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Paul is working hard behind the scenes, juggling around. He said... Kyle Gashioka is uh, training room, not feeling well, but uh, Jose Azokar, Sugar, may be coming out here in just a second. want to remind everybody, of course, spring training is underway. That's why we're here. And for the latest Padres news, you can try listening to the chapters feature from the show every day. Each topic we cover is broken out, so you can find what matters to you most. To get started, just download the free Odyssey app. All right, I see, uh, I see Sugar walking by. So yesterday... Had a very nice game. Very Had, uh, nice. A couple of hits, a uh, double, and the first home run of the spring. He absolutely murdered it. Mashed that one. Went down and, you know, like went down low. Got that pitch and absolutely crushed it. And joining us right now here live <laughs> from Padres spring training is Padres outfielder Jose Azokar. Sugar, it's great to finally have you on with Ben and Woods. It's good to see you, man. Oh, thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys. Thank you. Um, it's a pleasure to be in a spring training. How uh, how has your spring training gone so far? You look you look good. You look big, strong. Yeah, I look. I put, I put a little more muscle in my body, and then uh, I've been working since I finished the season. I get a good impression like the last month, so I get that feel, and I was like, oh, I need it for next year. <laughs> how long? What's your what's your lag time? So the the season ends. You take a couple weeks off, a week, two weeks, three weeks. What'd I mean, you do? no, I normally go home and spend the time with my daughter a little bit, and then go right to work because I'm going back to Venezuela and play like winter ball yeah. for like a month, and then came back, start working again, and then get to spring time. Yeah, Jose. Obviously, uh, your role with the Padres so far has been, hey, be ready when they need you, backup outfielder, get in there, play some defense. But but now this spring is a little different. Obviously, there's some. There's some open spots out there. Do you feel like this is your opportunity to say, hey, I'm, I'm more than just a, a fourth outfielder. I, mean, like, yeah, I can start here. 100%. 100%. Yeah. I think we have uh, I have opportunity to, to play every day after the trade we get. Um, so I'm ready. I'm just ready to, like, give, they give me opportunity. So jumping in the field every day, do my best, and then try to make the team get better. Is that a is that is that annoying when you see a guy like Fernando Tatis Jr. who's played infield his whole life and then he goes? Out to the I mean, yeah, hundred percent. It's like you are a super athlete. You coming from the infield whole life and then go to outfield and get a platinum glove. Yeah, okay. I've been playing it for since since I was like five years old and I didn't get one. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's yeah. funny. He said uh, they asked him too because. He said, you know, you played up the middle your whole life. What about center field? And Fernando said, actually, right field at Petco Park is a little bit different, and I feel like I'm better out there. Can you explain to us what makes right field and center field different? I know center field's tough. The ball's coming right at you. you got to get good read. you got to have a good first step, all that stuff. But 
What is what's different about right field at Petco? I mean, Petco Park because we have the, the beach and the right center field is a big gap in there, and then right field need to cover a lot of ground and. At the corner in the right field line is tough too because the balls is like can't balance over there or going back to the fair territory, and it's very difficult because in other stadiums it's a normal homers and then in pickup part is that it's like you need to be behind a ball. Now you played outfield your whole life. You're looking over at Fernando early in spring training and early in the season. Was he like? It takes some getting used to because you got to wait and wait and wait. You help keep him locked in out there. Yes, but at the same time, he know what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. It's crazy, like, how he get in there. And I told the guys last year, like, when you see Fernando the first time at catching fly balls in the batting practice, it's insane. So It's awesome. Talking to Padres outfielder Jose Azokar, and you just said you're competing an everyday job, but as a good teammate, you've also got these young guys like Jackson Merrill and Jacob Marcy, who they're trying to come up and – figure it out how does that work as a teammate like showing them the ropes but also competing with them i mean for a job? Is, this is a healthy uh comp- competition so for me it's like i try to teach them the things that i know and they probably teach me something that i didn't know so for me it's like more like giving them whatever i have in my mind and everything so trying to help them and so they get better and one day they play like 20 years in the big so where did you get your uh, your passion for baseball? I mean, from my dad. From your dad? Yeah. yeah. Been playing it, since you were a little kid? Yeah, so he was uh, my ankle playing in the big league. And then since I, I think I was like four years old, he gave me a bat and a glove. So I go to a field every day. And it was over. Yeah. And the, the, the playing in Venezuela, playing ball down there, it's different. Yep. It's different. It's 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 ingrained in that country. Not that it's not here in America. It is, but it, the passion for baseball down there um, is, is through the roof. It's it's pretty nuts. It must be nuts to get back down there and play. Oh yeah, it's, it's great. Like see all those friends and family go to the field every day and see you play, and like the fans get into the game. Like if you make a hurt, they want to kill you after the games. <laughs> It's like saying many things to you when you play in the outfield, but it's a great time because you enjoy when you have like a big hit, yeah. great catch, and all those stuff. That's awesome. What does uh, Jerickson bring back as a teammate, getting him back this week? We saw, I mean, he's already out here. He smiles more than anyone I think I've ever I mean, seen. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy, great guy. I love him. And so um, his energy is great. Like mine, and then we are when we are together, we like make some troubles. I know. Make some trouble. I like it. I like it. Now man. you've got, um, I mean, your nickname. You've probably had. I mean, it was the easiest nickname sure. of all because Azokar and Azucar is sugar yep. in Spanish. Has, has everyone called you that since yep. like you were little? So you've always been sugar. Yeah. You never had a choice in the matter. No. Yeah. So you they, like it? Do you like the yeah, nickname? Yeah, yeah. You like hundred percent. Yeah. It's a pretty good nickname. There's way worse nicknames yeah, that you oh, can hundred percent. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, we, uh, we're we wishing you the best of luck uh, out there. I know the competition is fierce, but, you know, you keep throwing uh, days like you had out there yesterday. Oh. Uh, I We were listening. Oh, that pit. I mean, we were listening. that one out? Yeah. So we were listening, and they said, and Tony Gwynn Jr. said, I, I don't know how he got to that pitch. Balls down, <laughs> got your hands in, ripped it out. Oh, yeah. I put a good swing on it. I was waiting for the pitch inside, and I get it, and I put it. Fly. Is that something that you worked on in the off season too? Trying to trying to hit with a little more pop, a little oh, yeah. more power. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I need it. That, that the game that will tell you like what to do. But like at the same time, I think 
is a plus for my career. You Good. took a while to get that first career home run oh, in an yeah. actual game, and everyone I remember because everyone was like waiting for you to finally get it because you can do it. We've seen you do it in batting practice yeah. all the time. It just never happened in a game. Was it a relief? Was it excitement when you finally got the big league home run? I know I pimping and everything because I know I crushed that one, and, and it was a great moment. Like came back to the dugout, but. Uh, AB before, so I told the guys, I need to hit a homer tonight. So <laughs> I did. That's amazing, man. Yeah. Well, we're wishing you luck, man. Uh, we'll let you get back and do your works. Thanks so much for uh, stopping right, by. It's great to meet you. We're pulling no for you. Thank you. Cool. Jose Azokar, Sugar, Padres thank outfielder you. with us here uh, with Ben and Woods here at Padres Spring Training. And, uh, oh, you're right. That's all right. right. We're good. We're, we're good. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. Um, so we talked about the Padres outfield. They added Jerickson Profar, officially arrived over the weekend. We saw him here this morning with a big smile, as he's always got. Also, some rumors this weekend that the Padres are in the mix for another outfielder. Uh, reportedly, four teams finalists for the services of free agent Kike Hernandez. It's pretty rare when you get the actual teams that are involved, like the last four in yeah, the process. Yeah, who was it? It was the, uh, the Angels. Angels, the Padres, the Twins, and the Giants are the four teams that reportedly, I, mean, I assume this is coming from his agent, uh, are in the mix to try to sign Kike Hernandez, who is coming off. A down year. He was with the Red Sox. Uh, they let him go, went to the Dodgers again at the end of the year where we obviously know him as a thorn in the side of the NL West, you know, kind of the, that annoying player that the Dodgers would uh, pair with all their superstars over the years. But what are we uh, doing Final Four teams? What is Shohei Otani? I know. Yeah. <laughs> Yamamoto? <laughs> it's just rare. It's rare Bryce that, Harper. That, that that happens where you actually get the, uh, the teams that are still left in the mix. I don't know. I'm assuming. Now, it came from... It came from some pretty well-respected baseball guys. Yeah. So, um, um, you know, Padres probably. I, I mean, it makes sense that they'd be talking to a guy <laughs> who's played center field, uh, has experience there, is a veteran who can do a little hitting. Now, he had a double hernia surgery last year, so hopefully maybe coming back healthy. Now, we, we talked about that with Nelson Cruz last year. It didn't totally work out the way the Padres were hoping, but uh, there are other teams who think that, that Kike Hernandez might might help as well, and it's someone that the Padres reportedly are uh, in discussions with right now, along with three other teams. Yeah, I uh, now now after just meeting Sugar, I'm like, well, I don't want KK here. No, I like Sugar. sugar there. Gets <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing how, how quickly uh, the tables can turn. Vibes on this team are, are pretty good so far. I, I mean, even if uh, you know, even if Sugar proved himself as an everyday guy, and Jackson Merrill did as well, uh, you still need more depth. You do. I mean, it, it's very very thin in terms of the outfield depth right now for Padres. Is Kike still doing the thing where he'll play a little second? He can play play some infield as well. And and outfield as well. I mean, look, he's, he's, I think he's declined the last couple of years. He had a really nice season a couple of years ago, but again, the, the injury, uh, you know, if he's through all of that and still has a desire uh, to play baseball and he doesn't cost a lot of money, Boy, that sounds like a nice fit for our San Diego Padres right now. But um, I, I don't think too many pieces. It, it's a bit of an insurance policy, I think, too, Ben, in case somebody does falter. You're, you're seeing now, though, after the early big deals, players are having trouble getting their, their money now. It's definitely the patience. Yeah, man. I, I can't say it's paid off for A.J. Preller, but if he's still in the market, if the price tags have come down. I, Garrett Cooper signed a minor league deal yesterday. non yeah, I mean. Yeah. A guy who, you know, was a, a big leaguer, hit 17 home runs last year that, you know, we saw with the Padres at the end of the season, didn't even get a major league deal. I, I know um, people are wondering, well, Padres, you could have used that, that bat at least as a DH possibility. Sure. And uh, obviously the Padres saw what they saw last year and weren't, weren't that interested in bringing him back. But it just goes to tell you that, you know, price tags on guys like, 
Cooper and, and Kike Hernandez when he eventually signs, they're not going to be through the roof now, not like some of the deals we saw early in the offseason that, that were the big money deals. Those those apparently are gone now. Even Cody Bellinger's we were talking about, yeah, he got $30 million, but he didn't get the long-term many years guaranteed that, that he was hoping for in free agency. And you wonder what's left for a guy like Blake Snell, yeah. uh, for a, a Matt Chapman, for a Jordan uh, Montgomery. Jordan Montgomery. Uh, Montgomery to the Red Sox is picking up some momentum. They still have some money that they – have not spent uh, in the offseason and I know their fan base is clamoring for another starter and he would slot in you know right up there at the top uh, of their rotation Ben so you know I if you're if you're a Red Sox fan you're like okay we add him for five years are we going to be ready to compete in two I don't know I, I really don't I don't know what their plans are they, they've got some good young talent too but you know when one of your superstars like Rafael Devers comes out and says you guys better get off your ass and go out and sign somebody <laughs> Uh, if you're Craig Breslow and the ownership of the Red Sox, you probably should. I, I'll tell you what. If I am a pitcher, and, and not of Jordan Montgomery's talent level. You're not of but, his talent level. But <laughs> No, I know. But if, if I was, you know, the free agents the, that are out there the that, below. that are not getting the offers they're looking for, the Padres would be a really attractive place, I, I think, to come play. There's opportunity. Yeah, lots of opportunity. You know, even if you have to accept a minimum or minor league type invite deal, I'd rather take it from the Padres, both a team that – you feel like if, if you do well, you can still make it to the postseason. You can impress some people. You can free agent deal next year. But you're walking in at a place where there is some some openings. Like, you're not you're not just running into a rotation that already has, you know, five, six guys locked in, and you're just hoping to make it as a swing guy in the bullpen. There's legitimate opportunity here, both outfield, pitching rotation as well. So you'd think that would be, a, um, you know, in the favor of A.J. Preller as he's having discussions with agents that are you know trying to find a landing spot for their players at this man, point. Man, and I'm telling you, until he puts ink to paper with another team, I'm I'm still going to hold out hope for Blake Snell coming back on some sort of weird deal. I just am. I, he he such a would be such a valuable piece here. He knows Ruben. He want to Cy Young with Ruben. He knows these guys. They know him. He knows the city. He knows the fans. I I I. I until he signs, I'm just going to keep hoping. I'm not saying that they're going to. I'm not saying that they even talked to Scott Boris about it. But until he signs with another team, I mean, obviously we know the fit is, is there with Blake. And I, I just don't know what they're going to have to spend or want to spend or what he was willing to take. Uh, speaking of Ruben Niebla, some interesting conversations with new Padres starter Michael King. I want to get into that coming up. Uh, we, I think they're going to be in their meeting, so uh, we probably will get some uh, Aztecs talk over the weekend as well. We'll get to our regular features that we uh, we skipped Gosh, over man, earlier. Why, why can't we? That was a nice great. win. It was a great win. For San Diego yeah, State. They won by 30 points. We didn't answer. They played, played really well. Point. So let's take a time out. We'll come back with more live from Padres Spring Training in Peoria, Arizona. It's Ben and Woods, day one on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Oh, 
we got a special treat for you here. Ben and Woods live at Pontre Spring Training. The initials are J.A. He will join us right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Do not go anywhere. All right, uh, joining us out here on the patio at the Peoria Sports Complex, we got to listen to him and uh, Tony Gwynn yesterday. Uh, already uh, four games now under your belt this spring. The voice of the Padres on 97.3 The Fan, Jesse Agler, is with us here. Good morning, Jesse. It is good to see you, hey, you in good. person. You do look good. You guys are very sexy. Um, nice to be here with you. And uh, $900, huh? Save that clip of him saying you guys are very sexy because I want to use that for the show. Yeah, oh, yeah. For the next time we uh, we talk. Yeah, an extra nine bills. I to mean, the old you know, Odyssey. hotels around here can charge about $4 for 11 months out of the year. Yeah. So it's they're going to charge the capitalism. absolute maximum. It's, called, it's, it's <laughs> as if I remember my seventh grade economics class, it's called supply yeah. and demand. Supply and demand. I talked to a restaurateur. Uh, here a couple of years ago, and he was telling me that his restaurant here in town, about 12 minutes from here, does more business during spring training than they do the rest of the year put not, together. Not, you come to a hotel here in August, they, yeah, we get 98% vacancy yeah. right now. Yeah, you yeah. have your pick of floors. $69 a <laughs> night, my it's friend. Only, it's only 122 <laughs> degrees outside, yeah. but the air conditioning works great. No doubt, man. No doubt. But, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, it's funny, Adam, we, we almost died on the way out here, legitimately. Wow. There was a car coming the wrong way on the highway. On, on the, the 85. On the, what was on, it, 85? Uh, the, the, the cut up from Gila Bend to Hila the Bend, 10. Yeah. yeah, they were on the wrong side, coming, coming straight at us. Right at us. Yeah. And had to swerve out of the way, and it was <laughs> it was really nerve-wracking. So he texted us right after that. Man, I'm so glad you guys are okay. The very next breath, we told the story about the Airbnb and the hotel and the $900. We haven't heard from him since. Yeah. So He's, uh, he's reconsidering his previous text. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, man, I would have gotten off of extra nine bills. Uh, well, so listen, we were, we were talking about broadcast yesterday, and you said to us off air, felt like the first – Finally, you know, yeah. getting in the groove. And I said, well, it's also the first game where they looked semi-decent uh, playing. That first game must have been super-duper fun. It was just like, <laughs> you know. You're like, this? I waited for this? You know it doesn't matter. Right, and you're, you're not actually bothered by it. And Musgrove's out there. He's getting ahead of everybody yep. one and two. And then he was trying to land his breaking ball, and he wasn't feeling it. In a normal game, he would have blown a fastball past one of those guys, 100%. and we would have been on with our lives. But in the first spring training game, he's out there trying to work on something. And the next thing you know, at the end of half an inning, it's the Dodgers eight and the Padres coming up. And you just sort of like look at each other and you're like, oh, that's, that's not what you want, but it's fine. It already feels like a month ago. So that's the good thing. That does. It does. Uh, that, <laughs> and Tony Gwen Jr. did make it on time that day, right? How are we going to define on time? Yeah, uh, first good. pitch? No. 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 Okay. Now, we, right. we sold it pretty good. I, I opened the broadcast. I said, oh, alongside Tony Gwynn Jr., like I always do. Ooh. But then you just never heard from him. Um, I, and it was like a little Jesse filibuster. Genius. And then I think he got through maybe third or fourth batter. Okay. And, like, I kind of let him catch his breath. He kind of gave me a nod when he was like, okay. we had him on that morning on the road at, like, 8 a.m. Okay. Yeah. only He was only around that, like, um, that casino way out there. And I was going, like. I don't think he's going to make it. You're this done. is going to be yeah. really he's tight. Li- living on the edge. Yeah, for <laughs> sure. But no, he, it, was, it, was in the, it was in the top of the first still. But, of course, the top of the first took a while. So he had a little bit of a cushion there. And, yeah, so once he kind of caught his breath, he gave me the nod. And I just brought him in as if he had been there the whole time. That's amazing. That's, I was like, oh, what yeah, a what a pitch. Right there. I would <laughs> you know, have called him out. We I, were laughing. Have, yeah. I would have opened the thing and been like, well, I guess I'll just do this by myself. Ben Higgins decided to leave <laughs> this morning. I, I feel like I've actually heard you do that. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I've done it. Yeah, I've done it plenty of times. How has the, uh, the offseason been for you, my friend? The offseason? That's that's long gone. Um, it was fine. You know, it's it's it's... 
the weird thing about this job, you know, for me, and, and I love it, obviously, but it's just like two extremes. You know, like during the season, it's just baseball, 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 very little family. And then in the off season, it's family, 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 very little baseball. Um, so, you know, the flip, the switch flips very quickly. And uh, now we're now we're into this. It's uh, it, yeah, it, it's hard, too, because, you know, last year going into um, uh, spring training, it, obviously the the. The buzz was crazy. I mean, it was yeah. beyond crazy. And, yeah. and it wasn't just us, the cheerleader homers that we are. It was Ken Rosenthal, and it was yeah. Jeff Pass, and it was everyone in the country saying, winning the division, the Dodgers are going to be down this year. Obviously, we know how it, it, it shook out last year, and it didn't work out in our favor. But now those same pundits are saying, you know, don't sleep on the Padres. We've got to back to that underdog role. Um, talking to the guys, the guys seem pretty relaxed and, and ready to flush that whole scene. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think there's any doubt. It's a totally different vibe than last year, and yeah, I don't. I don't think last year has any impact on this year. Yeah, I mean that statistically. I mean that psychologically. All that stuff we suffered through last season with the one-run games and the extra inning games that literally doesn't matter now, which is great, obviously, because it went really badly last year. And and you know, in terms of learning things from last year, sure, every experience is a learning experience if you treat it the right way. So I'm sure they they've each individually and collectively taken some things away from last year. But I liked the the analogy that Mike Schilt used one of the first days here. He's like, look, you know, the windshield is a lot bigger than the rearview mirror. Yep. And he's like, and I'm only peeking up at the rearview mirror. You know, I'm not really paying much attention to it at all. And obviously the message being well, what's happening in front of us is far more important than what's happening behind us. And that's very much been their mentality. Talking to Jesse Ackler, and a part of spring training for you is uh, getting to know new players, yeah. catching up obviously with old ones, but also new coaches and a new manager. And, and, and while we met Mike Schilt before in the organization, to talk to him on a daily basis – We've been impressed with, with kind of the touch that he's displayed yeah. so far. What have you seen here over this, this past week or two from Mike Schilt? Exactly what I expected, which is a really big positive. You know, I mean, he's he gets this. He gets it from 360 degrees. He's one of really two handfuls of managers in Major League history to have not played professional baseball. Um, and so with that sort of unique... Uh, path to this point he has a unique perspective and he has a tremendous tremendous understanding of what everybody does because he's been a clubhouse kid he's been a press box guy he's done a little bit of everything in the game and so he he really has a great perspective on understanding from 360 degrees around what everybody is here to do and i'm not saying anything about bob melvin or anybody else but just that mike really really gets it and i individually love that and i think it, it goes a long way to how he treats people to the relationships he has on the baseball side, on the business side, you know, the broadcast side, the training side, all of it. And he's he's a leader. He gets it. He's also critically been around a lot the last couple of years. So you're not bringing somebody into the organization who has to sort of learn, all right, what went wrong? What are these guys like? He knows all of that, which means he can attack all of that. Now, some of the coaches are back, like Ruben Niebla, but there are some new coaches. We haven't met, met those guys yet. You obviously met a couple of them. I heard you talking about... Is it the new third base coach? Tim Leeper. You called him the human Red Bull. That's I Mike Schultz quote we stole. Okay, but yes. why is that? What is? What, tell me about this. He doesn't stop moving. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, if you've ever had too many Red Bulls, you've been Tim Leeper. The other day, they're taking batting practice over there on field two, just like literally a normal pregame batting practice. And I'm kind of standing, I guess, what would be the on-deck area of the third base dugout. And I'm just kind of looking around, taking it all in. Manny's hitting bombs. Toddy's hitting bombs. And I look over towards the third base coach's box, and Tim Leeper is, like, bouncing around. And at first I thought he was essentially pretending to be the runner on third base, like taking leads yeah. and going back. And as I kept watching him, I realized 
No, he's doing third base coaching maneuvers, and he's tracking the ball and then positioning himself and coming down the line and resetting <laughs> pitch after pitch after pitch. And so I grabbed Tony because Tony's been around baseball literally his entire life. I've been around a lot, but there's still you know so many things I don't know. And I was like, okay. I want to show you something. I've never seen it, but I want to know if you've ever seen it. And he's like, what? And we go out, and I tell him, and he's like, I've never seen that before. And it was just fascinating. That's awesome. And it also made all the sense in the world. Sure. Like, if I was a third-base coach, of course I'd be doing that during batting practice. Of course I'd want to be sort of practicing and working on my craft. What do I do during batting practice a lot of the time? In my brain, as an announcer, I'm saying, what word would I use to describe that batted ball? Would I say it was whacked? Would I say it was, you know, poked? Would I would say, you know, whatever. Like, that's what I'm doing during BP in my brain. So, of course, that's what Tim Leeper is doing over at third base. It was a heck of a show. It was a lot of fun. That's amazing. We're talking to the great Jesse Agler here on Ben and Woods this morning. Now, we need to discuss the elephant in the room here. And the elephant in the room is uh, the incorporator. And, and you know, like all good things, you know, everything good comes to an end at some oh, point. Oh, wow. Now, I, no, I, I'm not canceled. Did the incorporator say something bad about someone and it's being canceled? The incorporator is one of my favorite bits of all time. I want to know how you feel about it. Right? And, and how the audience feels about it. We used to do a thing with our beloved Ben. Ben reads raps. Every Friday he would read a rap. And after a while you're like, all right, that's a one-note joke. We got it. It's over. So we killed it. Bring it back maybe two, three times a year. I get in these moods where I like to switch everything up. I want to keep it fresh. I never want to be stale. Now, we suffer from that sometimes. Everybody does. But I wanted to, <laughs> I wanted to ask you, how are you feeling about it? Is there a twist that we could could put on it is there are you bored with it i'm not bored with it okay so let's let's start there okay that that's that's a load off me right now. okay no no i i enjoy it so a few things here but we're running out of words (laughs) (laughs) the english language is finite and we are running out of words we'll just have let's move to french should we start doing like slang like the incorporator en français like riz or so look at the riz he has (laughs) this guy can hit no cap Now, I would actually, yeah, I no, might pee my that, pants that, if you could get those. That would be a bet. Yeah, that yeah. goes that goes into Ben Reed's rap's territory right there. That um, guy can hit no caps. Song lyrics. Song lyrics yeah. are, are incorporated oh, no. into the So, I mean. look, I'm all for freshening it up. We did the one year right where people called in and left messages. Yep. We let the people have the incorporator. And then I think you you got a little jealous and you took it back I think the so. following <laughs> season. That sounds about right. Um, yeah. No, so, like, I'm, I'm down for whatever. If okay. we want to freshen it up, you know, we can try some different things. Um, I'll say this. And boy, do I hesitate even telling you guys this because the your heads are plenty big. Yeah, true. The number of people who come up to me. That's all I need. Now, to hear. here's the one thing we got to work on: the branding. None of them remember what it's called. They all just say the thing with the word. Oh, the thing with the, the word. Thing, no. Nobody can remember I incorporator. Mean, we could not have used incorporator more often. I know. I know. But for whatever reason, the, the, the word st- bit is what they <laughs> yeah. call it. The term incorporator does not stick. But man, I tell you, especially out here, because you got like hardcore fans out here oh, at spring yeah. training, and I'm just walking down and like, Jesse, Jesse, can you sign the hat? Yeah, of course. Hey, I love that thing you do with the morning show. <laughs> the thing when you, <laughs> the when you say the word, the word, and the thing. And um, the other one is like Peco. It could be like a random Sunday. You know, I'm going down to get an acai bowl on yeah. the on the concourse before the day game. Somebody goes, Oh, what's the word today? I was like, Oh, we only do it on Tuesdays. But if you got a word, you know, let me know. Like it's incredible That's how good. often okay. people right. come right. up to me. Right. So I'm not sick of it. I, I don't better. think okay. your listeners are sick of it. Okay, good. My favorite bit is when Jesse, on Tuesday or any other day, just uses a 
you know, a $10 word, and yeah, everyone yeah. goes, Punctilious. oh, that must be the, uh, the incorporator. <laughs> no. no, it's it's Thursday. Jesse's just talking that's like That's just Jesse how talks. he talks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's a jerk, and that's how he speaks. Yeah, that, that's exactly right. All right, good. Well, I, it, you put me at ease a little bit. as a... So you want to do, like, the first one to – well, we're not on the right. we got a webcast tomorrow. Oh, uh, one of the Korea games, opening day in Korea. Oh, million yeah. That way we get everybody to tune in at 3 a.m. Way to go, Major League Baseball. Super fun for everybody. Well, I mean, it won't be 3 a.m. for you, though. No, but, but if we would have played the game at 1 o'clock local in Seoul, it'd be 8 p.m. on the oh. West Coast. Oh, yeah. What a concept. Day what a game. concept. Rob Manfred's here. Can I we know. scream at him? <laughs> if you could ask the commissioner, Jesse, just one question, what would it be? When we were in Monterey for that Dodger uh, series a few years ago now, 18 or whatever it was, the first game, the rainy no-hitter, Lucchese, yeah. the combined Dodger no-hitter. We had Manfred on, I think, in the third inning. And it's like, we're getting our booth was leaky. I'm sitting on a literal milk crate. He's wedged in behind Teddy and I. We're having a very nice conversation on the air. It was my inning, so I was, you know, kind of leading the way. Ted was awesome. Manfred was really good. We're talking about whatever. We finish, go to break or whatever, middle of the third inning, shake his hand. Hey, Rob, you know, thanks so much for coming up here. He looks at me like super confused and perplexed. He goes, you're, you're, you're really good. <laughs> That's great. I'm like, okay, thanks. I was like, what is, what is that supposed to mean? Oh, like, I love it. I love. Yeah, you really do a good job talking into that hunk of metal yeah. you're holding there. Yeah, the hunk of metal. <laughs> yeah, the hunk of metal. Yeah, hunk of metal. So he's here. Yes. Right now. Yes. Wow. What time is he coming on, Paul? <laughs> Anytime he wants. Well, Woods is going to ask the tough questions, though. He's promised no softballs. Oh, he, I mean. Yeah, he was, our very, first, he was wow. our very first guest. Very first guest. Back at the old station on the phone. I have no idea why he was on. Or, no idea, no. I mean, it was it was weird, though, he actually. Hadn't, he hadn't completely soiled himself yeah. at that point. I will say this, and there was a piece about uh, – Evan Trellick wrote a piece this morning about the commissioner. Will he really walk away? And these guys could replace him, and these are questions to ask. You know, again, Was my name on the list? Your name was not on the list. Should be. I would vote Should for be. you, I though. definitely uh, vote Jesse as commissioner. But the you do have to give credit where credit is due, I think, last year. Those rule changes that everyone was yeah. really against, yeah. they really worked. They did. It Look, was his, something that worked. Uh, and I, if he walks up behind me while I'm talking, I'll be in a lot of trouble. But, like, he, he's probably the most progressive leader the sport has ever had. Yeah. Um, which just isn't saying wrong, much. He says the wrong it's, thing. It's a communication. Like, the, the struggles are generally communications related, I think, as opposed to substance. Um, now, look, when it comes to the, the work stoppage in the CBA, that's hardball, man. Like, those things, I don't think you can hold that stuff against him. Same way I don't think you can hold it against the owners or the players or the yeah. players' association. Like, they each have a very, you know, entrenched position, and that's what they're supposed to have. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that that is what it is. That's like its own category. With the rest of it, he does a very nice job stewarding the sport. And as you said, the rule changes are at the top of that list. He's empowered people in his office, like Morgan Sword, who's brilliant and wonderful and totally gets it, to go out there and kind of, you know, experiment with these things, collect the necessary information to make informed decisions. So, you know, from those standpoints, and that's really what matters, uh, you know, it's been great. They, uh, they lowered the time to 18 seconds with the runner on base. Have you noticed any difference so far during spring yeah, it's training? Just a, it's a little bit better with the pace. I will say last year there, there came a point, and Bob Melvin and I used to argue about this, because I, 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 I said pretty early on, I think 20 is too long. And he looked at me like my head was on fire. <laughs> and I was like, I just think that there's a, a lack of natural pace when a guy runs it all the way down to 20. You know, I mean, we sort of got into a flow and a rhythm. And I know it sounds silly 
to like a normal fan 20 or 18 seconds. It sounds ridiculous. Right. And I know people also love round numbers. Um, but, I, I, yeah, any little bit helps just kind of maintaining a natural flow to the thing. And that's not from just a broadcaster's perspective. Who's behind me? It's you guys not, keep looking. No, there's nobody. No, nobody. No, no. no it's, it's not just from a broadcaster's perspective. You know, some of the, the, the older generation, man, I miss, you know, the days before the, the pitch clock and all that. Well, bud, the pitch clock actually brings it back to right. more close – it's closer to the baseball you watched growing up. It's of not course. the same, certainly, but it, it the, the, gets the, it back. The, the time of game last year was like, I think, what, the quickest since 84, 85, yeah, something like that? That's what so you used to watch. That's that's the way it used that's to look like. That's how it used like. to be. So you got to give credit where credit is due. But it, it, you're right. It's it's mostly communication. It's, yeah. it's He doesn't hold – he doesn't revere the same things that the, the fans revere. I, imagine if your lovely wife, you know, she's talking to one of her friends, and she's like, you know, Stephen is just – he's a wonderful dad. He's a wonderful husband. He's a wonderful man. He just says stupid things. But she does say that. And there yeah, you go. That's and fair like, enough. And that's – that's okay. That's okay. You yeah. can you can handle that. You That's can true. manage that. I can wear that. Webcast yeah. today? Uh, no, t- today is one of two games Tony and I are not working. No. All spring. Oh, well, oh, so you're off. I think Don and Don and, and Mud today. and Bob yeah. and Mary Luce will make her debut. They've okay. got the uh, Padres.tv. Yeah. Broadcast Joe uh, we, Musgrove, Michael King on the mound today. Yes, yeah. and and tomorrow Tony and I are back with a video webcast, our first video webcast of the spring. You Darvish against Michael Waka. How about that? Oh, oh. old friend. Storylines uh, will be here in Peoria uh, tomorrow. Jesse, thank you so much. Thank Anytime. you, brother. Appreciate it. As always, in the Incorporator, lives on. It will be back, and it's still called the Incorporator. We need to drill that into everybody's That's head. True. The Incorporator. We need a theme. We need a theme song. Incorporator. All right, uh, we will uh, take a timeout. Uh, already two hours in the books. That hey, went really fast. How do I find water? Do I can I can't go in. The, you can go to the media one. room all the way around, seventeen miles around the side, and bring me back one too. Would you? While we do that, let's get a caller on the line. We're going to qualify someone for Las Vegas. Yeah, we're going to play the Padres. Our Padres SAT. It's a multiple choice sort of uh, contest that we'll be playing. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Get to that when we come back with Ben Woods, live from Padres Spring Training on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 